Welcome to the Awakened Imagination Podcast. I am your host, Missy Renee, from awakenyourimagination.com. I am a mindset, manifestation, and transformation coach, and on this podcast, we talk all things manifestation, conscious creation, and how to make your dream life an abundant reality. So if you're looking to upgrade your life, your relationships, your wealth, and your self-confidence, you came to the right place. Each week, I will be sharing advice, answering your questions, giving you helpful tips, and sharing inspirational stories to help you tap into your infinite power and manifest the life that you have always dreamed of. So if you're ready for this week's dose of motivation and spiritual innovation, then let's jump right in. Hello, hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Awaken Imagination podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you are having a lovely day wherever in the world you may be. And today we're going to talk about one of the most important key aspects when it comes to conscious creation. Actually, arguably, this is probably the most important thing that you can take away from all of this. All right. So I want everyone to really, really pay close attention and really take note of everything that I'm going to be going over because although this gets mentioned a lot, it doesn't really get emphasized the way that I believe it needs to be the way that is important to understand. So today we're going to be talking about your inner conversations and your mental diet. We're going to be talking about what a mental diet is. We're going to be talking about the importance of your inner conversations, your mental dialogue, and how that creates all the circumstances that you experience. So for most of you, if you have watched my videos or if you've read about Neville Goddard, watched other YouTube coaches talk about Neville Goddard, I'm sure the majority of you have already heard about mental diet. (laughs) But I really, really, really cannot emphasize hard enough just how much this gets overlooked and how we really have to pay close attention to our inner conversations, especially when we're new at this, especially when we're new at this, because this is where I see people get tripped up every single time. People that I talk to who are manifesting something in their life, whether it's a a person or a new job, money, whatever it is, they'll keep repeating the same story and saying this and this happened and I don't understand why this keeps happening. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't understand. I can't get this anxiety to go away. Well, pay attention to what you're saying. Pay attention to what you are entertaining because everything that we experience, every little thing that we experience stems from our inner talking and the stories and the dialogues that we keep repeating and believing. This is everything. This is everything. 
And in fact, you can tell what state you are dwelling in. You can tell the state of consciousness that you are currently dwelling in by those mental conversations, by your thoughts, by the dialogue, by the inner arguments that you may be having with yourself or somebody else. And we're all guilty of doing this. I mean, even Neville said, man cannot stop his inner talking so much as he can stop breathing. This is something that we all naturally do. All of us are carrying out thoughts and inner conversations all day, every day. But what we need to start doing, if you're serious about manifesting a change and you desire to see that change come to pass, you must, must, must be paying very close attention to those conversations and those thoughts and what you are dwelling on throughout the day, where you are in consciousness. So there's a couple things I also want to kind of clear up. Some things that I think some people get confused about because there's a lot of conflicting information out there. And, you know, when it comes to our thoughts, just our regular thoughts throughout the day, your thoughts are not necessarily what manifests, okay? There's a huge um, misunderstanding <laughs> when it comes to our thoughts because a lot of teachers say that your thoughts create. Well, yes and no, and, and that's what I want to go into a little bit today. It's not that every single thought you have creates your reality. In fact, on average, we have about 60,000 thoughts going through our mind every day. 60,000 thoughts. And of all of those thoughts, I mean, obviously, there are some that don't manifest. You know, we don't manifest every single thought that goes through our mind. And even Neville talked about the thoughts themselves are not what's important. The thoughts themselves are not even that powerful. It's the thoughts that you believe. It's the thoughts that invoke a feeling, right? It's the thoughts that you accept as true. That is what manifests. Because here's the thing. Your thoughts are just a byproduct of the state of consciousness that you are dwelling in. Basically, what I mean by that is... Your thoughts are a product of the beliefs and assumptions that you carry because it's your beliefs, it's your convictions, it's your assumptions that determine the state of consciousness that you dwell in and the reality that you experience. But those thoughts are just stemming from that state. Once we move ourselves into a new state of consciousness, once we change our assumptions and hold steadfast in those new assumptions, your thoughts have to change. They have to. So that's something I really felt it was important to mention because I've talked to a lot of people over the years that if they think one bad thought, they get terrified. Like, oh my God, you know, this is going to manifest now. No, no. But it's important to not react to those thoughts. It's important to know that any bad thought just stems from an old state of consciousness. 
and that the thought itself does not hold any power over you. That said, we do need to be very, very, very mindful of the inner conversations that are going on through our mind throughout the day. And this is where mental diet comes in. And mental diet, you know, for anybody who might not know, for anybody who might be new to Neville and, and maybe don't have a clear understanding of what they are, a mental diet is basically a close observation and paying very close attention to those inner conversations, to those thoughts, to what you are telling yourself day in and day out in your mind. A mental diet is paying very close attention and being very keenly aware of where you are dwelling in consciousness. And if you catch yourself in a spiraling conversation, if you catch yourself having those inner dialogues that are not desired, we must turn our attention away from them. We must stop it dead in its tracks. So that is, again, taking your focus off of the unwanted circumstance and the unwanted dialogue and the fighting, whatever it might be. It's stopping it as soon as you notice it and taking your focus away from it. So it really is guarding what you entertain and all the thoughts and all the inner talking and all of that. It's being very keenly aware that you're not entertaining any conversations, any inner dialogue that is not related to what you desire. And this is where a lot of people struggle because at first, for most people, this part is very difficult. A lot of times when we're starting out with a mental diet and we catch ourselves thinking an unwanted thought or having an inner conversation that we don't like, we tend to try to flip it. We flip every thought and instead we may try to affirm what we do want. But a lot of times, again, when we're just starting, it might feel fake. The positive affirmations might feel fake. It might not feel real. And in fact, you might start arguing with yourself that the affirmations aren't real. So it can at first feel a bit disconnected. That is normal. <laughs> it's frustrating, but it is normal. So mental diet at first may feel like a bit of a chore. It may not be easy. When we are so used to thinking a certain way and reacting a certain way and, you know, spinning our wheels a certain way, when we try to stop that, we're likely to be met with some pushback. We're likely to be met with some resistance. That's normal. And this is where a lot of people throw in the towel. They say, Missy, this is so much work. You know, I can't get these thoughts to stop. I can't get myself to stop thinking all these terrible things throughout the day. And, and I try to shut it off. And I, I try to flip the bad thoughts and turn them into good ones. But it just is a, it's just a battle that I keep having to fight. And I get it. I get it. It may not be easy at first. In fact, for a lot of people, it's not easy at first. 
you are likely to be met with that resistance because you have been conditioned for so long to think and act and feel and assume and believe things to be a certain way. And when you try to change that, your mind is going to fight you on it because we are creatures of habit and we don't like change. We want to keep going back to what feels familiar to us, to what feels normal to us, even if it's not what we want, even if it's something we actively don't want. If we are used to doing things a certain way and thinking about things a certain way, your mind is not going to want to change. So yes, it is not at all uncommon to have some resistance and some pushback at first. Here's the thing, you guys, and I cannot stress this hard enough. Don't succumb to those negative inner talking and those negative thoughts. You have to, have to, have to start to recondition your mind. Your inner conversations need to be matched with what you desire before you're going to see that desire come to pass. If your inner conversation, if your thoughts and those inner talking is opposite of what you desire, you're not going to see it come to pass. Period. You know, and, and I hate to bring the hammer down like this, but this really is such an important aspect to conscious creation. This is all about discipline of your mind. And if you think about it, this is where the challenge comes in for most people. Because how most of us have always lived our life is, you know, before we found out about the law, before we found out about manifestation, we entertained everything. We reacted negatively. We would constantly sit there and think about the worst case scenario and all these terrible outcomes. You know, we, we, we would think about the awful thing that had just happened and, and we would just sit and stew in all of the things that we don't want. We would stew on all the negative circumstance and these negative thoughts and all of these things. So naturally, when you go to try to change that, you're going to be met with some pushback because your mind is not disciplined because we've our whole lives. For most of us, we've just let our minds do whatever it wants and roam around like this wild animal, completely untamed. Well, now it's time to tame it. Now it's time to bring it in, reel it all back because we will not manifest what we desire if every day our inner conversation and our thoughts and our inner dialogue is on the negative stuff that we don't want. And I really, really do wish there was more emphasis on this versus, you know, I see a lot of emphasis on sats. I see a lot of emphasis on imagining. And don't get me wrong, that is a very, very important aspect to all of this as well. But you can do sats faithfully every single night, but if during your day, during your waking hours, your mind is constantly filled with the worst case scenario, or why isn't it here yet? Why is nothing happening? Why is he still acting like a jerk? Why is she still ignoring me? What am I doing wrong? All of this is bullshit. I can't ever get out of this. Everything's hopeless. 
You see what I mean? If that's what you are entertaining in your waking hours, it's never going to manifest. That's how important your mental diet is. And yes, granted, it's not usually fun when we're just getting started. We're creatures of habit. We don't like change. That said, we must. We must change our way of thinking. We must change our way of looking at things. We must change our perception and our assumptions about all of the circumstances going on. That is a must. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're lying. Okay? And in fact, I actually wanted to share a little snippet from what Neville said about inner conversations and about mental diet and the importance of it. So this comes from Neville's lecture called Mental Diet. And he says, Every stage of a man's progress is made by the conscious exercise of his imagination, matching his inner speech to his fulfilled desire. As we control our inner talking, matching it to our fulfilled desires, we can lay aside all other processes. Then we simply act by clear imagination and intention. We imagine the wish fulfilled and carry on mental conversations from that premise. The right inner speech is the speech that would be yours were you to realize your ideal. In other words, it is the speech of fulfilled desire. And this is so important, you guys. Neville says here that with the exercise of our imagination, with the conscious exercise of our imagination, and then matching it to our inner speech, that's how it manifests. We need to control our inner talking and have it match up to the inner talking that we would be having if we had, in fact, manifested our desire. Once you do that, once you get to that place where you successfully imagine and then carry on your inner conversations to match that desired end, you can lay aside all other processes. You can put the techniques to bed. All you need to do is imagine that desired outcome. Feel yourself in that desired outcome. Feel what it would be like living as the person that you desire to be. And then making sure that your inner talking matches that desired end. We can simply act by clear imagination and intention. That's it. That is all you need. And I know this to be true because I rarely ever use techniques anymore. I don't need them. They're not necessary. Once I imagine something and set that intention, I know it's done. I know it's done. I don't let anything come into my mind that is unwanted. I don't entertain it. I don't accept it. Now, was this hard at first? Absolutely. My mind used to be a cesspool of negativity and anxiety and frustration and fear and doubt. But nonetheless, I weeded out all of that garbage. If I caught myself at any time 
starting to entertain the worst outcome or what I don't want, I'd nip it right there in the bud. I'd say, no, I don't accept it. I don't accept that story. And I would turn my attention to something else. And once we get into a pattern of doing this, it does in fact become second nature. But we have to have to have to keep doing this. You have to keep weeding the garden of your own mind and make that soil so that no bad seed can be planted. It sounds like a chore at first, and for a lot of people, it is. But I can tell you with a million times certainty that it's worth it. It's worth it. Because you absolutely will reap whatever it is that you sow. And that's a promise. That's not speculation. That is guaranteed. So I want you all to really start paying close attention to your inner talking. And if it's not what you want, you gotta weed it out. Don't accept it. Take your attention and your focus away from it as many times as you need. And the last thing I'm going to say about this is pay attention about being honest with yourself. You got to be really honest with yourself here. Are you weeding the garden of your mind? Are your inner conversations matched up with what you desire? Are you really taking the time and focus to make sure that nothing enters that garden that's going to reap havoc? If the answer is no, then you really got to work on that mental diet. And I mean, it's got to be strict. I know it sounds like work. I know it sounds exhausting. And it is at first. Again, we humans, we like habits. We don't like doing new things. We don't like change. It's not going to feel natural at first. It's going to feel like work sometimes. Do it anyway. If you're serious about taking control of your life and taking control of the events that happen and taking your power back, a mental diet, a strong mental diet is a must. So I want you all this week to pay really close attention to your mental diet, because though people talk about this one, it's really not emphasized enough just how important it is. And I want you to really notice what are you entertaining in your day to day and be honest. You must be honest with yourself. And anytime that you catch yourself with a bad thought or having that inner argument or all of those terrible inner talking, I want you to weed it out. And I assure you, though this might feel tedious at first, it will get easier. The more it becomes a repetition and the more you start to do it, you're going to find that you naturally start doing it. You're going to start weeding out things without even thinking about it. You're just going to naturally start taking out all of the bad and weeding through all of the negative without even thinking about it. You're just going to do it. And once you get to that place where your inner talking lines up with whatever it is that you desire to experience, that is when the magic happens. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you found it informative. 
if you enjoyed it. Don't forget to tell your friends, share it with your family and others. And until we meet next time, I want to thank you guys so much for being here. I love you all. Take care. Be well. And never forget to mind your mental diet. And then watch how fast things take off for you. Happy manifesting, you guys. <laughs>